Hi, friends. La 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 la. Stop. Wait, we'll get to that. <laughs> hi, hey, friends. Hi, friends. It's hi, mostly friends. my friends. It's more high key friends. Yeah. So the pizza hands are back. Hello, high key world. Yes. Uh, we don't know. The Wait, name. what? Are, what's back? The pizza hands are back. Oh. We just had a really good pizza, and we're feeling real happy about it. Okay, um, yeah, that's so right. Throwback to episode one, where we had pizza hands. This there message too. is brought to you by... No, 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 we're no. not sponsored. Okay, got we're, it, you're right. We're not sponsored so by we won't anyone. tell you who. We won't tell you who supplied said pizza, but <laughs> just know that this pizza... It was great. R- ...remains on our hands <laughs> to this day. Yeah. So... We need to get down to it because we we got a lot to discuss. Got a lot to cover here. Yeah. Don't <laughs> so let me hold you up. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so the topic for this episode is Black Mirror. Two specific episodes of Black Mirror, and I'll explain what Black Mirror is for in a second. We're covering the episode one, season three, episode one, called Nosedive, and season three, episode four, San Junipero. So, Black Mirror is the first season and the second season were made by British people in Britain for cable or whatever. I don't know if it was BBC, I don't know their channels. And then for season three, Netflix picked it up and did their own sort of season on it and that's when it became popular here. And it is an anthology series. Did you see it when it just came out? Yeah, well, it got kind of a lot of hype. Oh. Yeah. So what year did it, was it released in 2016? I think so. If, yeah. I, Some research. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Just kidding. We, um, we, have uh, a, we have a computer right here. No, no. We, we're n- we don't have time. We have a lot to cover. You, well, you cover the thing while I look it up. No. <laughs> That's what we do. We're a team here. Okay, fine. I guess. Okay. So Black Mirror, as I was saying is an anthology series, which means every episode is a new story with a new cast, but I guess it all follows the same themes throughout. It Black Mirror kind of deals with like society or like future society and kind of a dystopian perspective on a lot of different things from our world today. What what is your research telling you? The research <laughs> concludes indeed the Netflix version was released. 2016, but it was the rights were purchased for it by and in production by 2015. Oh, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it got what, a lot of hype. What was the date that the original British episode aired? That doesn't matter because we're okay. not talking about. Sounds good. Those seasons, we're talking about season three, the Netflix version, and this is this podcast is not sponsored by Netflix. Nor um, Great Britain. <laughs> right. So, spoiler alert for Black Mirror episode one and episode four. Just, Only those episodes, though. Um, so yeah, you're good. Yeah. Just, just go watch those. Episode o- one, episode four. Honestly, they're so worth it. And that the cool thing is you don't have to be in order. You don't right. have to be in anything. I mean, you shouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here, of course, if you hadn't seen those episodes yet. So. Yeah, but if you haven't, in case... There, there could be some people that are just trying to support. But could be. You should go watch one and four. They're the best ones. I think... Well, for, that, for me, that, this is a good moment to remind our audiences that they have to. They should support the creatives that are behind the work that that, that bring this to us. So, so, so yes. Thank, thanks. 
It's my Thanksgiving message. To who? To... Who are you thanking? The talent. I'm t thanking the talent and the crew that of, put of Black together Mirror? Black Mirror for Okay, us. yeah. They're great. No, yeah. It's a great show. You should definitely go check it out. Those... And these two episodes are my favorite because they're the only ones that don't have, like, kind of extreme violence or goriness or uncomfortable, like, over-the-topness. Like, they're the only ones that I don't have to, like, look away mm. at mm. any point. Even though Nosedive, I guess a lot of people at the end kind of feel uncomfortable. But, uh, yeah, those two are still the most, like... Definitely. Just kind of easy to watch, but still very deep and very... Very interesting topics. Uh, so the first half we're going to do episode one called Nosedive. And the second half we'll do San Junipero. So we're going to split them up for your information, Cameron. Sounds good. <laughs> will any of the questions overlap? Will we do any comparative analysis? We can if we find anything at the end. Okay. But we'll, okay. we'll do them individually That first. sounds good. Yeah. So I'm going to give a quick summary of Nosedive. Just to help everyone out. It did come out kind of a while ago. Summary. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people... I think a lot of people will need a refresher because it was it was pretty hype back yeah. then. And I don't think people have kind of rewatched it yet. The right. new season Absolutely. hasn't come out. Re yeah, refresh them. Yeah. So, Nosedive is about a woman... Wait, wait let me guess. Nosedive. You've already seen What does that sound like? You don't need it's to... It's true. I've already seen it. It's, <laughs> I can't remember. Just a whole why, why would you be here? Okay, Nosedive is about a woman played by Bryce Dallas Howard. She was in Jurassic World <laughs> and probably lots of more important things. But she was Chris Pratt's uptight love interest in that. Oh, yeah. our old friend Chris. Yeah. Chris, shout out to you if you're out there. So that's about a woman played by Bryce Dallas Howard. She lives in the society where every interaction you have, you have to rate the person on your phone so in the exact same way you rate an uber after getting out of mm -hmm. the uber but like with literally every interaction you have and you have a score based on what other people what ratings other people give you and that score sort of functions as a credit score in this society and the higher your rating is the more benefits you get in life just like credit basically and so this woman has like an average high score and she's looking to buy or to move into a, this cool apartment complex who which is really expensive and needs a higher score for more of a discount so she's trying to boost her score quickly and then her childhood friend also happens to invite her to be the maid of honor at her wedding and that friend her name is Naomi, is very high on the ratings. She's like a 4.8 or something out of 5. And so being the maid of honor with the speech would give her the boost to be able to live in this apartment complex. But then mm. she goes to the wedding to... She makes her journey and just things lead... One thing leads to another and she just loses points, rating points, really, really quickly because the more she goes down in points... The more, <laughs> the more she goes down in points, the more she What's more problems. 
Cameron is writing on my journal where I have my discussion questions, so it's throwing me off. Sorry. <laughs> Ideas come to me, and I don't have my notebook out, and it's not... That's... No, no, you keep... So, it's fine. Yeah. I, I'm in the summary right now. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so she's trying to get to this wedding, but her score just keeps decreasing because she keeps not being able to get things because her score is low. It's just like right. a chain reaction. And so she goes... She gets to the wedding finally, but she's already, like, a mess and drunk and stuff. And she goes in and barges in and sort of releases all the frustration she's had about this kind of really oppressive and annoying society and this annoying friend that, like, was always mean to her secretly, kind of. And she just kind of has a mental breakdown in front of, like, a million rich and high-rated people and that's that's the uncomfortable part that's the part that maybe some people would look away because it's a pretty intense mental breakdown in front of everyone but yeah that's kind of what happens and she just ends up like in a holding cell in a jail at the end so now i need my discussion questions back please <laughs> okay <laughs> okay so that was the summary and now I have some discussion points. I don't... I guess you were writing some, too. I don't know. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Okay. I'll see if they come up, though. You probably already covered them. I don't think so. Uh, uh, Wait, what What are yours? Let's what? go... Let's go to yours first. No. No, please. No, they're, they're more in-depth. I'll know when to plug them in, trust me. They're more in-depth. You have an order here. I don't think so. Mine are pretty deep. Mm. <laughs> All right, let's go. With yours? No, with yours. Okay, fine. Okay, so I, I was just going to comment that... Like, I'm in love with the production design. I feel like a lot of people would say it's, like, overdone. Mm -hmm. Maybe you, because you, you think things are overdone sometimes. Mm -hmm. but <laughs> But the production design in this, it's, like, so over the top. It's, like, millennial pink everywhere. Mm -hmm. And just, like, pastels. And it's just so, like, it's weirdly retro, mm -hmm. but, like very kind of utopian mm -hmm. and i don't i know i really like it just the color palette mm. and i think that was a point like it reminds me a lot of like now 27 or right. even 2016 there was like a lot of pastels going on mm -hmm. that was kind of the trend of like yeah color. i liked it it's a uh, got a lot of color yeah. and the uh settings and characters costumes they all work well and <laughs> yeah they're good yeah, I really liked it. So, every episode of Black Mirror is... But there's so many other deeper things about it. About the production design? No, about the show. That, like, it's not the first thing that comes to mind when I look in, about it. Like, I... Or at least, like, I'd have to watch it again to appreciate it. Because mm -hmm. I just think like, it was so convincing. So, it means it was, like, that good. Yeah, yeah. It was... It was. Yeah, that's the thing. It was so, like, consistent and, like, good. And, yeah, it's just... I, I really noticed it because it's kind of more my style and, like, mm. the kind of stuff I'm drawn to. Yeah. And I think about it a lot when I think of the episode, just how you it looks. Apply. For what? Season four. <laughs> no, all the other ones are gross. <laughs> I don't want to... I don't know. A lot of the other episodes are a lot less cute looking, and that's probably why I'm biased towards these two episodes. Interesting. Yeah. So, I have here that Black Mirror... The, every episode is kind of like a social commentary on something. Uh -huh. And this one is pretty clear, kind of what it is about. It is. Um, they set it up pretty good. Now, first, they, they, you know, they have all these hints about it. They, they, and rather than explicitly telling you what it's about, they show you through action. So I like that. I like how they show yeah. you 
through these events as they're unfolding and you can see why people make the choices that they make over time and it's because there's this system that's restricting them and asking them to behave in a specific way. Yeah. Because I mean, so much of their livelihood is dependent upon it. Like their jobs and their homes, I mean, mm -hmm. like where they can live. I guess, yeah, even the, uh, I don't know if it's a government, but how they're able to travel, right? Like mm -hmm. all of these functions, like you had to like wait for a different kind of bus, even mm -hmm. if you had a low enough number. Yeah, it's kind of like cast type. I mean, it's more flexible, way more flexible, but like still. I mean, Donald Trump, like, what would his rating be? Ugh, gross. I wish we had ratings just for <laughs> to be able to rate him awful. Ugh, gross. It would no. be the news that we have like a one-star president. <laughs> we already know, know that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I think the commentary is kind of just like how social media has been taking over people's lives and how it controls people because I think credit really controls people so to have it credit? tied yeah like credit like mm -hmm. like your credit like your reputation no no like financial uh-huh like credit card and home and car whatever right that kind of credit sort of determines a lot of these things like right where you live yeah. and like the exact same things yep what that makes sense yeah what benefits you get. And For sure. So, it's a lot about that too, I think. They just take it a step further. Yeah. And it's based on your action. It's like based on how you socialize. Mm -hmm. And are you Just scary. Normal? I would have a horrible rating. Right? Like, do you give people a positive... I know. So <laughs> you know like I would how... have... Well, no. A horrible rating. You would have a really good rating. You're so friendly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I wish that people, like... I hope in this world, do they send messages to each other? Yeah, they have like Facebooks and all that where they like each other's. And they have the video thing too. Yeah, there's videos. The video thing is crazy. I think that's actually one of the most interesting kind of dynamics of the whole story is that they don't actually ever see each other. The, sis the friends. Yeah. They don't see each other until the very end. It's like so much, like everything we know about the relationship is constructed through how our protagonist describes this friend and what interactions we see with them over the, the devices. The video phone. The video phones. That's how they talk. Right. Yeah, it's... It's... <laughs> I think it's reflective of the type of society America often finds itself in today. Be it with people that you meet for just a split second at an event or someone's party, someone's special occasion, and you connect with them on their social media platforms and then you get to see what they're really about and maybe you really really like them maybe you don't like them but you think it's interesting because you don't know anybody else like that and so you keep them around on your friends list but you never end up actually meeting them again years go by and sounds like a very personal account <laughs> maybe, maybe. and then so they you know they, they come totally different people but then you know, if they become, like, an influential person, I think it's easy to reach out to them and be like, hey, remember back when? Like, such good times. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot about what this, like, their interactions are about. They're yeah. all about good times, we were kids, whatever. But they're, like, really, they really don't like each other. They're right. just using each other for, like, ratings. And it's amazing, like, how we really despise the, uh, is it her brother that she lives with? Yeah. Like... 
That's why we really you despise dis- him. No, like, but well, I think that he's he's unlikable. I liked him since the beginning. Yeah. Okay. He just seemed like mm, a lot of guys, <laughs> like oh. just like okay. more like standard guys that I don't really associate with myself. Fair. But you know, not, I can't not like any... harmful either. Right. I can't remember exactly what things he was doing, but just he just like completely. Uh, disengaged mm-hmm. uh, up until the point that she decides to go to her wedding and then he gets all defensive and once he finds out that she is trying to move into an apartment he's like you you know why do you want to move there mm-hmm. and she doesn't have a good answer or the answer she's convinced by her answer that she's willing to put all on the line mm-hmm all on the line to go to the wedding. I mean, she shows up there in mud. Yeah. Like, she, well, but I think the the brother is, like, the voice of reason in this whole story. Like, I feel like the voice of our society. Like, what is, like, why are these numbers so important? You know, that... Mm-hmm. What was he, like, a 3.8 or something? No, he was, like, low or mid three. Wow. Yeah. Well, so, so I, I don't know if... I mean, we, okay, if you're listening to this, then you you already know that... They're on a number scale, zero to five. Yes, like five stars. Right. <laughs> and the brother is like kind of lower rated, and she's kind of like dissing him for it, and he's just like annoyed that she suddenly cared about her numbers so much just because she There's wants to. There's not a work. 5.0, is there? There can't be. That's just not, not even the doctor was 5.0? <laughs> I don't think so. She goes to like a, a therapist for her socials yeah. <laughs> at one point, which is great. That was, that was, like, that was something that's else. Smart. Yeah. smart writing. <laughs> they have like a whole industry. Facility, whole, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And like the, rec- the advice that he gives her sounds really legit and like statistically sound. Yeah. What is this? Okay. Yeah, we covered we covered some we covered most of Cameron's points. Okay. I think I wanted to ask about. Oh, I wanted to <laughs> ask a speculative question about. Do you think the popular girl who had the wedding, Naomi? Do you think her rating suffered for having like a crazy person at her wedding <laughs> by all the guests? They should have. Yeah, I hope they did. I mean, they deserved some hate. Yeah. But like. I bet that must suck. <laughs> this crazy person shows up and ruins I mean, your rating. It's it's funny because I was rooting for her the whole time, up until that point. The protagonist. Yeah. Yeah. You know, then she yeah, gets up to the stage crazy. and then she's just like she's lost it. She did. Off the rocker when she gets the opportunity, she loses composure. Mm-hmm. So she forfeited the, the chance to redeem herself okay. and get herself back up to which is showing how toxic society is. right i mean it's so unfortunate to like see how they wouldn't even like treat her with the same respect and like reason to listen to them because listen to her because she was such a low rating mm-hmm. yeah because by the time she gets there she's like a two or one point something it's like everybody expects somebody who looks like that and acts like that to be like that yeah it's just yeah that's just very toxic and i think that's the whole message about how social media can be toxic if you put so much stock into it Uh, that was just my random speculative Mm -hmm. question also thinking about how like this group is exclusive Mm -hmm. oh the the venue the well the wedding and the type of guests that come there, mm-hmm. you know, it, it it seems like you know she remember she's struggling the whole time to find, like, 
you know, maybe she can every now and then find, like, a high four to rate her. Mm -hmm. But never in mass like that. And, like, that's why the doctor was saying, like, you know, we can try to get you there, but it's going to take some time. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, oh, well, I got the perfect solution all at once. And then so I think it demonstrates how, like, it's very exclusive and those groups of people will, like, tend to, like, stay with those groups of people yeah yeah it's a very tight knit. i mean just the venue remember it had a it had an entry like oh, you couldn't right. enter the venue and that's why she had to like sneak in and like yeah. be even more physically oh, gross geez. because she had to like climb fences and stuff because mm-hmm. it was like minimum entry like four or something yeah <laughs> so that's just so oh yeah it had like whole guards. military <laughs> <laughs> like that that was so funny i wish we could go back to that just to see it really quickly it was so short but like mm-hmm. it's like totally locked down military style yeah. yeah no lower than force entering okay very serious yeah so i wanted to finish this section with i want to talk about the end and i've seen this episode like a not a million but like a lot of times and with, uh, <laughs> not a million times <laughs> but uh close <laughs> Uh, with different people, and I feel like almost everyone, and maybe you too, but I'm I'm not, but everyone seems to be really unsatisfied with the ending. Yeah. Are you? Well, I already kind of spoke to it, just in the fact that like we like don't get what we want. End, like the jail. Well, what's wrong with it? It's a it's an odd ending. Yeah. It doesn't offer too much closure, mm-hmm. and are both. Like what we're shown on the screen, I think resembles what they what the creators want us to think about the character, mm-hmm. where it's nonsensical and like now now stuck in a loop, where it's like maybe that's the critique on it. It's kind of like madness is madness, whether it's in a suit or naked, mm-hmm. and wow. how you're just like maybe the idea, maybe the. A possible interpretation could be that you're going to be spinning in circles no matter what. You just got to pick what level you want to do it at. Wow. Because... It's very deep insight. <laughs> well, it ends with, for people that might not remember, it ends with her in like a holding cell at like a jail, fancy, fancy jail. And there's like a, a guy in the cell across from her and they like end up like yelling at each other, kind of nonsensical. Super spoiler alert here. Yes. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> spoilery ending. <laughs> um, yeah, so she, they, they just yell back and forth and that's kind of how it ends. And I've seen a lot of people just like, it ends and they're like, what? Like, what? But I, I mean, I, I like it. I think people are too used to neat endings. For sure. Well, hopefully that's what the series is kind of all about. Yeah, because it's not neat. It's like this dysfunctional ass society. It's black mirror. Black mirror. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Dark, mysterious. Okay, I think that might be time for intermission. Oh, no. But I I think I didn't address your weird singing at the beginning at all. I said Uh I was going to address it. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so Cameron we're well, trying we're not done we're, yet I know but I'm going to address it before intermission but I have one more thing to say about this episode yeah okay, okay. go ahead well so going back to the spinning wheels maybe you can splice <laughs> this in there like as if it could just <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> that's so much work. <laughs> about the spinning wheels. What's one spinning? of those levels oh. about well, just the like loops. how we're all just like spinning, going in circles mm-hmm. in society. And so the, another the kind of like what's the balance, right? What it, it, we have the two extremes. Either you're gonna subscribe to society and be like super play the game posh, right, yeah. and play the game, or you're going to end up in an insane asylum. But what's the middle ground? Well, I think the middle ground is represented in, in our 18-wheeler yes. driver. I'm glad you brought her up because I'm sad yeah. we, we haven't talked about exactly. her. Exactly. Yeah. She's, she's, she's the middle the ground. She's pure yeah. light in this narrative. Yeah. She she really helps, tries to help her out even though she's an ungrateful hoe about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's a truck driver that like gives her a ride and helps her out and gives her life advice and she doesn't really subscribe to society's the system mm-hmm. and she just kind of lives her life happily like old-fashioned but for them it's old-fashioned you know? right. but she's probably like our age or right. <laughs> she's old like was born yeah. during the time <laughs> like, that we're currently in yeah like we're her age whatever <laughs> but the timeline isn't clear so <laughs> but yeah this lady just kind of is happy and she she's She's like a two something, and the the hoe is all like, oh, I'm like looks down upon her for her rating, but right, yeah. like denies a ride at first, yeah. like I, I'm good, and she's like already no, she's not good. Yeah, she's not good at all. <laughs> yeah, she is walking to a wedding, <laughs> dragging her stuff with her. Yeah, yeah. So is that- right. Right, exactly, and, and that's like how you that that's that Zen moment where I think you've kind of removed yourself from both like the mental side of life and mm-hmm. the social side mm-hmm. of it, and found a um, deeply personal stride that you're living by. That's true. Yeah, I'm not always this articulate. <laughs> Refer to previous podcasts. Are you joking? Oh, <laughs> no. I mean, not that you should be. I'm just- Whatever. So, okay, let me explain the singing because we've kept the mental suspense now twice <laughs> <laughs> about why you opened with singing. So, hopefully, you heard some intro music at the beginning. Who knows? We're trying to figure that out now. <laughs> and so Cameron. Responsibility. Just in case we didn't find the intro music, Cameron sort of supplied some of his own. And the intro music might, may or may not be inspired by America's Next Top Model theme music <laughs> we'll see hopefully you heard it and it's cool but yeah that was with no that Lenny, please cut that out <laughs> how dare you <laughs> you're giving away our trade secrets the top model thing it's okay they deserve to know fair enough you're right that's one of the tenets of that's why you're here at high key book clubs because you know that you can depend on the same transparent quality content from episode A to episode Z. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Maybe you'll hear some music in between. That'd be really cool, but we'll see if we have music by episode four, hopefully. We better. We better. <laughs> y'all <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was like five minutes <laughs> okay so next we're going to talk about episode four season three episode four black mirror 
called San Junipero, and it's a double award, Emmy Award winning episode. And I looked it up. At first, I didn't know <laughs> at all what it won for, but it won for Outstanding TV Movie, Outstanding TV Movie, and Outstanding Writing for limited series, movie, or dramatic special. And yeah, the writing was really good. You were commenting on that during the during the episode. But yeah, so the the I'm gonna summarize it real quick. It's we meet this girl named Yorkie in the eighties going to a nightclub and she meets a woman named Kelly and she they kind of are interested in each other and it just seems like the regular eighties, but as it progresses you find out that it's really this simulation where, like, older people get to try out just sort of an afterlife simulation kind of place. And also, dead people get to permanently live there if they liked the trial version when they were, like, older people or sick people. And so these two women are really, like, in the real world, it's just older people that are close to death and they're trying to figure out if they want to stay in the simulation and since they kind of start falling in love a little bit they decide to ultimately stay there even though Kelly the woman she met was thinking she wasn't gonna stay there she was just visiting as an old person because her husband had passed away and not stayed in the simulation but in the end, she decided to stay and married the Yorkie girl. And that one's the only Black Mirror episode I've seen that has a happy ending. Coming back to you. Absolutely. <laughs> All the way. Yeah. That's a great summary. <laughs> yes. And it's kind of a unique episode because it showcases a lesbian relationship. And that's really rare. And it also plays into Yorkie's backstory and how... The reason she's in a coma as an old person now is because her parents didn't approve her for her sexuality and she like drove away quickly or something and got in an accident and so it ties into her backstory a lot that it's like a lesbian relationship because she was never allowed from her parents and they were very conservative with her and that's kind of how she ended up in a coma for her whole life in real life so yeah it's just because I was thinking like this the story could have been written with like a heterosexual couple and been kind of more just like a more standard romance but like having it be like a homosexual relationship it just really made it a lot more unique and just kind of gave representation where there's rarely any representation and that was that was really cool I think that's why it won awards and stuff, and it's very meaningful in the LGBT community. I really overlooked the whole aspect that her parents didn't approve of that. You didn't, like, catch it? It's no. kind of subtle. It's kind of subtle in, in her explanations and stuff. And my second time seeing it. Cameron, it was his first time. Yeah. Was that, was that um, revealed when they were on the beach house or porch? I think it's revealed not is revealed until in the real world the old lady visits the old lady in a coma mm -hmm. and then finds out from the doctor mm. and then goes to confront her i think they are at the beach house mm. that time but it's kind of like the second timer mm. it's after she visits her in the real world and because she had been very secretive about her past and even her sexuality she was just very confused because she got in this accident when she was 18, so she's basically mental age mm -hmm. of 18 or 21 or something. Really young. 
yeah, it just it just sucks. Like she had a hard life and she's never able to express her sexuality to the fullest at all. But yeah. And I was commenting <laughs> we're back in the eighties for this one. And it's like what is it about the eighties? It's just so romantic. <laughs> the music, the heaven Top is gun. <laughs> Heaven is a place on earth is like the main theme and it's kind of funny because or like it's like ironic because they're like in a simulation after death so it's like heaven is literally i think it's in a love affair with the machine what is the whole 80s everything mm -hmm. i mean it's like when the machine is taking over everything yeah. business pop culture technology like, the machine is up front and prominent in the 1980s. And mm. you have credit cards. Like, everything's becoming automated. You have computers, the Apple computer, mm -hmm. Walkman, all these things. Yeah, it was, like, the first, or one of, a big technology revolution. Huh. It's great because I have a technology paper that I have to write <laughs> and about how culture responded to it. It made me think about, I had originally been thinking about things like the transistor radio possibly as the uh, thing, uh -huh. like old, or even like the light bulb, like late 19th or early 20th century things. But now you're making me think maybe I should explore a 1980s technology and its relation to automation because mm. I'm very interested in automation and I think that automation directly ties back to the themes that we saw in the first episode. Nosebleed. Nosebleed. <laughs> nose Nosebleed. Nosebleed. Okay. Nosebleed is Stranger Things. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong Netflix show. Huh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Sorry, but I, I digress. <laughs> you went back to the first part. <laughs> We're strictly on part two. No, it's fine. Yeah, I was going to ask if you agree... With Kelly's ultimate choice to stay in the simulation after death. Because it's kind of... It was a hard decision. Like, it was a hard decision. And, yeah. I mean, why not? You get to sleep. You get to stay the same age. You yeah. don't have to worry about criminals, hopefully. Maybe you do. I don't and think so. Yeah, like... It's just like a dream world. You, yeah, and you get to go to the club. <laughs> you would love that Earth. simulation. <laughs> Like, what is, and you're, like, with the person you love. Yeah. Well, someone. It's because she was married for, like, 50 years, and she just felt bad that her husband I want to see, I want, uh-huh. What? Well, I want to see them do the episode of, like, where they have that, but for criminals. Why like, would they do that for criminals? I feel like criminals are so badly treated, it's like, they wouldn't give them that luxury. Mm-hmm. And that, that brings me to the other point that you were mentioning, like, who funds yeah. this? How Who gets to pick, who gets the access to it, and who doesn't? Yeah. Or does everyone just have... Like, who owns this, these machines? Right. At the end, at the end, you see, like, the machines with, like, everyone's consciousnesses after dying, getting put, like, in a bin or something ominous like that. But it's like... It's like some kind of tray, like, that holds all mm -hmm. of these... Like a chip. Active dream state. People. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know like what they put it in there. Somehow they're connected though to the server. Very Matrix style. Just, mm -hmm. just like the Matrix without their bodies present. Mm -hmm. And what is 
like keeping this infrastructure alive like if, you know to give you visual that looks like when you walk into like some sort of google server mm -hmm. freezer <laughs> of some kind yeah it's just like yeah whose machines are these yeah <laughs> and do the descendants pay like rent for it or <laughs> why would they have to like work it off inside of the oh tree? my god that's the hell that's not heaven <laughs> it's like still working for eternity goodness oh, that's that's the next step i bet yeah i mean uh, about her choice yeah it's it's hard i mean yeah she was happy and she deserved happiness and do you think we will get to this technology it seems pretty crazy but they've been thinking about these concepts since the Matrix and before, but The Matrix, I feel I, like... I think it's science fiction. Well, it is, but... <laughs> like, our brains are science... capable of thinking of really great, like, wild things that seem th realistic, but no. Mm, no. I think it can happen. Like, we're able to make Batman look real. You know, <laughs> we're able to make Superman look real. That's very different. Well, but that's where we are now. Imagine if we can do that now, where we'll be in a hundred years. I don't know. I don't see it. I think, I think it's possible. We'll see. Maybe. Well, we'll, we'll leave we'll, it up to our audience to decide. Or, so why don't you tell us? Comment down below. No. no. Fill out this no. poll. We'll have a poll. No, we won't. <laughs> we have um, to make this interactive, no, Zelani. We'll, we'll put Our this, audience wants to no. be able to chime in. They, they chime in. They text me. <laughs> what do you have to say? <laughs> Call. <laughs> they text me. It's okay. No, yeah. They... <laughs> you have to post these. Take screenshots or something. Post what? The conversations. Like... We have to generate some social no. interaction here. Okay, you here. can be in charge of that since you don't also we gonna get... do any other tasks. <laughs> Still no discussion questions. Well, you wrote some. You wrote some earlier. I just like that idea, you know, because that's a good open-ended question that I think could spark a lot of mm -hmm. uh, conversation. If it's possible. If it's possible. Because we are worried we can't agree. Right. <laughs> yeah, so we want you to either agree or I think it will feel the pain we're going through confronting each other. That's what the internet's for. Right? A long, I think, a long time from now, <laughs> it could happen. But then, who is it going to be? Google. Probably <laughs> Tesla <laughs> and Apple. I think Not so. Microsoft. Nah. <laughs> What if that's what happens? It's like Microsoft ends up being the company <laughs> that develops it, and it's like they take over. Yeah, they're the new <laughs> virtual reality. Yeah, man. Oh, it's just that'd be so cool to be able to live on. With virtual reality, it seems like it could be possible. Kind of, but it's, we still need to figure out how to like. So we have to separate all, our consciousness. I think all you need is your brain, some oxygen, like an oxygen tube. Your brain, some blood. You need some kind of like. Maybe like a jar of blood or something <laughs> that's heated. That sounds so gross. And then you need a brain that's being electrified. Maybe some eyeballs. What if you have some eyeballs too? Why would you need eyeballs? Because what You'd if you can't see? Do you think you can still see? Can your brain yeah. still see without yes. eyes? Yeah. Everything, every sense you have is just a signal to your brain. So if you can... The brain is really what's visualizing everything and experiencing yeah. everything? Yeah. Like, everything's just a signal. Hmm. Goes to your brain. So if you could find a way to give that signal without actually seeing it, 
Like, hmm. probably that's what drugs do. Like, they send signals that they may not be physically there, but they cause it. They give signals to your brain to make you see weird shit. What do you think? (laughs) Do you think that we're going to get to where we just have one little orb? Or are we going to have to have jars of blood juices (laughs) with our brains and eyeballs in them in order to sustain mental consciousness? Yeah. Okay. Is there a way Tell to be us. conscious but not alive? Does conscious equal alive? Uh, yeah. Text me, friends. <laughs> <laughs> These are the questions of our lives. <laughs> yes. Uh, I have one final. And probably many have to come. <laughs> um, you never knew we were philosophers on this show, did you? This is why we call it High Key Book Club. Because no. we start we start with the... What we have given to us, but we take it to another level. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's it's great. I have a final. Oh, by the way, <laughs> before you get to your final thought, I just thought that it would be great if we shout out to Google Play and, and iTunes for approving us. Yay! 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 Well, Apple Podcasts—that's what it's called now. Yeah. And yeah, so you can find our podcast there. Because they're trying to phase out iTunes, I think. Oh yeah, that makes sense. I don't know if they're trying to phase it out, but like. I think that they're trying to phase out the I brand in a way. Oh, yeah. That makes um, sense. Right. It's, um, kind of, it's been there for a while. Yeah. But. And it's, you know, what if, like, what's going to happen when iPhone just goes to phone? Or. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what they want. Pad. <laughs> That's weird. Because, I mean, iWatch is what I would have naturally expected. They just have to replace the I with Apple, though. Right. So what if that's Apple phone? Yeah, it will. Apple pad. It will. It's just weird. <laughs> it's going to take some time, but it's going to be Apple-tuned. <laughs> yeah. So find us on Apple Podcasts. I think they're just going to switch it over to Apple Music. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, well, yeah. iTunes gets gobbled up by Apple Music. I agree. We'll see. But, yeah, we're, well, you can find us on those platforms. Um, hey. Every Tuesday, we'll be look out for a new episode. Tell Unless it falls on a holiday. No. <laughs> D- disclaimer, every Tuesday. Disclaimer, your humble hosts have not come to a consensus <laughs> on the regularity the of sense. our <laughs> releases, but we will remain as consistent as possible. I'm definitely working overtime this week to try to get some in the bank there, so... I'm looking for a week off. Hasn't come yet. No, you, you'll get a week off next week. This week. It's, it's on the record, y'all. It's on the record. <laughs> we will see. I'll report okay. back. Okay. Now for my final thought. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so a lot of people are comparing the Trump era to Black Mirror. And <gasps> are we living in a Black Mirror <gasps> world right now with Trump? And there's actually a specific episode people reference a lot, and I haven't seen it yet. It's part of the British two seasons that's a lot like something related to Trump in general. We should watch it at some point. But people always talk about it, being like, oh, no, this is like that episode of Black Mirror, but it's not in season three. But yeah, I think we are. (laughs) It really feels like it. Every day some new thing gets attacked, and it's just ridiculous, and like... The things he tweets, and it just feels like a, a written well, satire. Well, so, I, you could be right. The thing is, I have not seen enough episodes of Black Mire, mm-hmm. Black Mar, uh-huh. uh to to know if that is accurate, or, yeah. 
anything. It's true. Um, the episodes that I've watched, I mean, they suggest a society unhinged, which could reflect Trump Erica. Trump, America. Trump, Trump America. <laughs> Oops. Uh-huh. Elm is critical. Yeah. Hard, hard to say. Hard to say. Yeah. I think you're right, though. We've had an odd number of atrocity frequency that makes, I think it makes it a hard time to live in America. To be, or it's hard to call yourself an American right now. I think that it comes into question now more than ever, in a way. Um, I think the idea of being American is kind of split and splintered all over the place. So, but is that American? Mm. Uh. And that's what I think is like so great about it. Um, I don't know. But I mean, so do you think that this show, this Netflix version is more tailor-made for an American audience as opposed to the original? For is, sure. Was the original more for British audiences? Yeah, I mean, it's so British, and you have to keep up with all the accents. But some of the season three episodes are more British, hmm. like a couple, but the ones we saw are more American. There's a couple more American ones. I think there's only, like, two British ones total, but... I just want to say that I appreciate what the show is doing, and I don't think I see it as often as I would like being critical even if it's in a fictional sense of the potentials of today's technology mm-hmm. in the near future and you know hopefully it is exaggerated hopefully it is a just speculative possibility uh, that would never come to fruition but I still like the fact that they're entertaining it and trying to say something with it mm-hmm. which is more than I can say for for a lot I feel like a lot of the main stream industry of media and Hollywood are trying to, not even trying to, but just willing to participate in the in the promotion of the act of blindlessness. Mm-hmm. Bl- blindness. Mm-hmm. Social blindness? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's super cool. And it's, it's super cool. Every episode is like a new world, and for them, in a short span of an episode, to like introduce you to... A new world every time, a new society and how it functions is like really cool, and I think that's what makes it really high quality is how they do that successfully every time and without being like hitting you over the head with it, but you just discover it as you said earlier. And that's really cool. Good writing, outstanding Emmy writing. <laughs> Unlike this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. No, just because. It's all off the cuff. It is. It is. No script. No, no outstanding script. writing here. <laughs> but you guys should really see the notes that Miss Zeleny brings <laughs> to the table before every episode. She truly puts her heart and soul into <laughs> preparing these shows. So let's just give a round of applause. Thanks. This sounds awkward with one person. Help. And so that concludes (laughs) our episode for today. We hope you enjoyed hearing about Black Mirror's episode four, San... (laughs) San Junipero. Junipero. (laughs) And we look forward to seeing you next time when we talk about... We don't know because Cameron wants to be on vacation. Senior year. 
Anyone? Perhaps. Maybe, maybe some Harry Potter. I was thinking of that too. We'll we talk. don't know. We'll We've, talk. This it's is a surprise. <laughs> we might have to edit it and splice it back in because it's we no. usually have it. No. It's okay. It'll, it'll be a surprise. Okay. Okay. It'll so, be well, good. this is truly going to be a suspenseful one then. Yeah. Because we're going to come back with something that is not known right now. <laughs> have a happy Thanksgiving. Wait, you probably already Wait. had a happy. Have a Merry uh, Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> you brought that.